This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 131. I'm late. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch. This is episode 131 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is January 6th, 2017, and I am your host, Wes Bertilio, Um and I am not joined by anybody this evening. Uh, this is surprising to me, and uh, I'm very nervous to be putting on my very first solo show. I hope this, uh, this comes out well, and Bear with me. <laughs> um, it's 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 gonna be a good one. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I promise. I hope. I hope. I promise. So I guess I'll just dive right in. This is the sixth. I was supposed to record on the twenty eighth, so this show's kind of late. I apologize for that. I've been very very busy, you know, looking for uh, a part time job on top of the job I currently have to you know make sure I have everything going well as far as bills and whatnot so that's been stressing me out like no one's business but outside of that just been working and um, playing a little bit of games here and there just trying to keep my mind straight before I get into Diablo I guess I'll I've spent a little bit of time playing a couple other games I'll briefly mention uh, I, I started playing a game called ReCore I got it for the Xbox and uh, it's so far, it's pretty cool. Uh, before I got it, I read reviews for it, and um, it's it kind of got mixed. I don't know, something that had to do with uh, the maps being really, really big and just going through uh, missions and having to go through long treks just to get back and forth between missions or side missions or whatever the heck you're doing. So, um, uh, so far, it's pretty cool. Um, I like the system it uses. It's just, uh, it pretty much uses color-based systems. You, Your gun has four different colors, just white, blue, yellow, and uh, red. Your, all the enemies have a color as well, and you deal more damage if you match your color to theirs. And I, I don't know, it's really cool. I, I recommend it. It's pretty neat. I haven't put too much time into it, but it's it, it's pretty cool. So, thumbs up for that. Um, also, going back old school with uh, my roommate and I decided to... Uh, start going through all the Halo games again from beginning to end starting from Halo 1 obviously and uh, play through all of them on Legendary 
Uh, we started, we're still in Halo 1. We're, uh, uh, I think we're on the last mission now. We're slowly getting through it. It's, it is very challenging, uh, but it, it's, it's fun. Uh, him and I have never, have, we've both played Halo 1, but never beaten it. But him and I have been into Halo since, I think, Halo 2 or 3 was new or, whatever um so we've played pretty much all of them he's he's played more than i have he's much better than me at the game i don't know we're having a good time we're uh, uh i'm gonna be spending a little bit of time in that but i'm still gonna be playing diablo uh now to get into what i've been doing in game with diablo because i got kind of busy i didn't really hit the end of the season too hard I didn't finish off strongly, unfortunately. I got on a few times and did a few more rifts and greater rifts. And, uh, my season eight, I got to. I finished at Paragon 376 before the season ended, which it ended, I think, exactly a week ago today. Yeah, with with my monk, uh, I did not die again. I'm still running the hardcore monk, and this time I came back with a uh, uh, wave of light build which I mentioned last episode uh, with Jen. And um, I got a little stronger here and there. I didn't really find too much more to put into it. I was very easily and comfortably running Torment 10. I know I could have gotten a little bit higher. I ran a couple... Uh, oh, God, I forgot what, uh, what greater rift it was. Okay, well, I it was like a Torment... 11 or 12 uh, were the greater rift. Oh, the highest I went was um, technically solo was 35, but I was running comfortably kind of by myself with multiple players in greater rifts and got up to 45 with two people and 50 with three people. I think the 50 people were, you know, helping me out. 45, I think the other person was just, I was kind of boosting them. They just kind of stood in the doorway, and I was running the 45s. Uh, and I still managed to do it in 3 minutes and 32 seconds. So I'm uh, I'm pretty comfortable with that. I think greater if 45, if I remember right, is like Torment 11. Uh, and then 50, I think, is Torment 12. But uh, if I'm wrong, please correct me. So uh, I was pretty... Um, I was pretty impressed by it. The Wave of Light set was really, really fun to run with. Um, it's a little different than I'm than I'm used to, just because of how it works. Because you're uh, you're running with the um, Zay's Stone of Vengeance uh, legendary gem, and that's the gem that allows you to uh, uh, damage you deal is increased by 6.4% for every 10 yards between you and the enemy hit. Uh, maximum 32% uh, increase at 50 yards and 20% chance on hit to stun the enemy for one second after rank 25. Uh, and that was I was reading off mine, which it was rank 30 when I finished, so that was the rank 30 percentages. But uh, so you pretty much want to be far away from enemies, uh, obviously, and um, to get your max damage output. Well, being a monk, you know, I'm not used to that, and uh, not being a fully ranged character, normally I'd have the um, key binding to stop where I'm moving to shoot, so I don't have to be, um, uh, technically I don't have to click on enemies, like when I'm playing the, uh, the Demon Hunter, if I want to shoot my generator without, you know, uh, shooting at an enemy, 
There's a key binding setting. I forgot what it's called. Uh, I think it's just cancel movement. And if you set that to one of your keys, you just hold that button down, and then wherever you click, it'll cast whatever ability your standard left click is set to. So uh, generally, that's my generators. I think that's what everybody's generator is most commonly, at least default. And um, I have that set, and I use that often with range characters. Well, with the monk, I'm not used to using that, and so I didn't. Well, I figured out the most efficient way for me to do it is when I'm running around normally, I just kind of hold my left click down and move the mouse, and you know your your character follows the mouse. Well, that build, since you want to click them as far as away as possible, I went from holding it down to just click, uh, left clicking rapidly for a movement, and if I happen to click on an enemy, it immediately casts Wave of Light on them, and so I get the maximum range to increase my damage with the Zaystone of Vengeance, and that, that seemed to work pretty well for me. Um, when I remembered to do it, sometimes I completely forgot to do it, and realized about halfway through a rift or great rift, I'm like, oh crap, I'm not running as fast as I could be. So, <laughs> so I would switch it up, and that's that's what I would do. It's hard to get used to at first, but it, it works. Uh, I'm sure some people already, already do that. Uh, especially if you're a League of Legends player or something like that, where you have to constantly click to move. You don't. I don't think when you're playing that game. I don't think you can just hold it down. Maybe you can. I don't know. I don't. I I haven't played that game in a very long time. Uh, outside of that, the build is very just amazing. I, I highly recommend it just for people to try. Apparently, if you go to Google. Uh, Apparently that's the best farming build with a close second to the um, Lashing Tail Kick. It's the Lashing Tail Kick Monkey King's Garb combo while I'm using the Wave of Light Monkey King's Garb combo. And um, apparently, like I said, they're very close. Wave of Light is considered better just because pretty much every time you cast it, it clears the screen, which I can, I can vouch for that because you set up the, the rune on Wave of Light is Explosive Light, which sends it out in all directions instead of just forward. Well, if you combine that with the, um, the item... Oh, what's the item? There's an item that allows you to cast Wave of Light at your enemy. Okay, it's the uh, Legendary Spirit Stone, um, uh, Zokrin's Gaze, which allows Wave of Light is now cast at your enemy makes it a long-range attack, but it still casts it in every direction, so it's it's really cool, and which also procs the uh, Zaystone of Vengeance for when <laughs> the damage explodes and it goes out in every direction. When it goes outward, if they're still far away from your where your character is standing, I'm pretty sure it still gets that damage increase. Uh, it makes sense that it would. So, um, which, you know, to get <laughs> it gives you even more damage output. Well, for crowd control, I should say. Well, if you're farming, obviously you want to clear out crowds really fast, especially elites or groups of elites. You can clear them out really, really quickly. So, um, it's a very fun build just to run around with. It's really cool. I have seen gameplay of the Lashing Tail Kick build as well. I have not tried it myself, but it looks really fun. You're pretty much constantly teleporting around and you, it's like you're not standing still. That and the video I saw, the guy, I don't really know exactly how it works because I haven't built into it. I haven't looked into it that, that much. But the guy had um, 
uh, Epiphany going pretty much 100% of the time. Oh, 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 it's because he was using the uh, Ingiam as well in a weapon. He had massive cooldown. Uh, yeah, cooldown reduction. So uh, when he would kill an elite group, obviously it would reduce uh, Epiphany's cooldown by an additional 10 seconds on top of his cooldown reduction he already had, which pretty much made his Epiphany up constantly. So every time he cast Lashing Tail Kick, it would teleport him to the enemy first and hit them. So he was constantly teleporting around, moving really fast. Uh, the only thing that the it, it doesn't really have on the Wave of Light build is because the Wave of Light, every time you smash down the Wave of Light, it, it covers a huge area, almost your entire screen, or at least half of it. It's just a huge area of damage. And while the Lashing Tail Kick, it's really strong. It probably hits harder uh, per attack, especially with the Fireball from the uh, Spirit Stone you have. I forgot what it's called. But, um, apparently that's where all your damage is. I think it hits harder per hit than Wave of Light, but the AoE isn't nearly as big. So you're kind of running around a bit more, but with your Epiphany up constantly, you're teleporting around it, it kind of makes up for that with your speed your massive amounts of speed i think uh, i'm sure uh nevik could explain that in further detail uh, i'm sure he's had more experience in using those than i have but it was really cool to research and do some some looking into builds that i might want to do for that or for this past season because uh, you know i died so, so many times and i i I generally don't keep... Uh, I'm not a hoarder with gear, like a lot of people are, but, well, I don't know. Some people might call me a hypocrite. Uh, I I don't really see myself as a hoarder. I just set myself up with other uh, sets in case I die or in case I, just, I get bored of the set and I want to uh, switch. So I will keep all six-piece armor sets. Uh, so with the monk, I'd have the you know, Sun Wuko, Raiment of, Raiment of a Thousand Storms, the Monkey King's Garb, or that's the Sun Wuko. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, all the other builds, uh, Inas and all that. So I'd have all the set pieces, and then if I'd find an item, so say I'm like for the Inas set, there's the Crudus Boots. If I find Crudus Boots, I just kind of throw them in, in inventory or in, uh, in my stash just in case I feel like running the Inas set. So I do have my. My stash isn't really full, but I, I use a lot of my stash because I'm throwing items in there just in case I want to switch builds. But outside of that, I don't really hoard items. Uh, I will keep all Ancients, but just in case you want to run an LON build. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm the hypocrite. Can't talk. <laughs> Alright, so um, let's see. As far as... Yeah, the end of the season went well, I guess, but um, that's pretty much all I did. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that I couldn't play further. The goal, I, I really want to get um, hardcore my Hardcore Paragon to 800, just so I can have 800 in Softcore and Hardcore. That's that's the goal, at least. Maybe not all in one season, but just total. I think I don't know. That's that's kind of a goal that I keep. I, I'd I'd like to do that. So far, I'm at 517 in hardcore. I'm I'm getting there slowly. It's it's a process, but I'm 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 happy at my progress so far, though. Actually, that's a good question for uh, a, 
question of the show. Uh, while I'm thinking about it, why not? Why don't I just ask now? For next show, why don't people tweet or, or yeah, tweet or email in? What are some personal big goals that you have for Diablo 3? Like I said, mine is to get both uh, softcore and hardcore to Paragon 800, just because I think it'd be a cool achievement, a personal achievement for me. Uh, what are some more long-term or bigger goals for you guys to just achieve for yourself? So it, it could be an in-game achievement, too. Some of them are really hard to get, so that, that could be one. Maybe somebody's looking to get the uh, those really cool wings that you get for com- uh, mastering all set dungeons that would be a cool one i there i don't have fun doing the set dungeons so that's not a personal goal for me even though i really really want those wings they are really cool maybe i'll do it one day i don't know but yeah what are what are some goals for you guys i'd like to hear back i think that'd be that'd be a really cool really cool thing to hear back from okay so maybe i'll uh have a reminder of that later but moving on, obviously last week I believe the season ended, and then we had a week break, and um, now we are actually just today, about hmm, an hour and forty-three minutes ago, uh, season nine just started. I have not created anybody yet. Uh, I am online seeing people on. It's great so far. There's 11 people online in the clan right now. Uh, that is awesome. I'm stoked. Uh, Nevik is online right now. That's really cool. Um, looks like he's making a wizard. Uh, I, I won't get into what he's doing. I, I'm sure he would like to talk about that. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I love I love the beginnings of seasons because there's so many people that get online and everybody's all excited. Everybody wants to go in and, you know, grind to 70 as fast as they can. And that's so exciting. <laughs> I honestly, this season, I don't know if this is going to disappoint some people. I don't know. Just give me a chance. I am going softcore this season instead of hardcore. I know, I know, it's not the true way to play the game, I quote, and uh, I'm sure either Nevik and or Lantonio will be disappointed in me for going softcore this season, but it's because, um, as you all know, I moved to a different state recently. I moved away from some of my really good friends, and one of my friends who I've mentioned on the show a few times before, uh, he goes by Travelonius, or that's his tag. And um, uh, him and I have been playing Diablo together for a very long time. And this is the first season since season one that we have not been on playing together the night the season starts. Uh, We generally go over to each other's houses, whichever, uh, and we will stay up all night and try to get to 70 as fast as we can. This is the first season since I moved and it's very sad and depressing for me that I we can't do our ritual and just play and that and he does not play hardcore so the last couple seasons um, we've still gone to each other's houses and you know stayed up real late and tried to get to 70 but he'll be on his softcore and I'll be on my hardcore 
So since I'm away, I'm going softcore literally so I can play with him. I miss him to death, and I I <laughs> I want to spend some time with him in game. I really do. Uh, I miss playing with him. So this season, I'm gonna go softcore. He's made up his mind. He wants to make a uh, a monk this season, and I am not. <laughs> I'm not gonna go another monk. This I think this would be the third season in a row that I would go monk if I decided to do it, and I don't want to do that. I'm kind of burnt out on the monk a little bit, and so I have decided I'm going to go with the wizard. Uh, I've decided this because I came to the realization, literally, I think two days ago, that. The wizard is the only character I've never made a full build for. A complete build, I mean, with uh, not just a six-piece armor set. I've done that. Um, it's just with a six-piece and all the legendaries that go with it. Uh, so pretty much a full, uh, I don't want to say endgame build. Just have, have all the items you want. Maybe not all ancient, but have all the items that go with the build. Uh, with the legendaries that complement the effects of the six-piece set you're running. Uh, the Wizard is the only, only character I've never done that with. Um, I've done it with every other character multiple times, uh, including the Witch Doctor, and the, I don't know why I even said that. Of course, the Witch Doctor, Monk, Demon Hunter, Barbarian Crusader. Uh, so this time, I'm going to finally create wizard and finally make a full build for it I will finally see the full potential of a wizard that I have not seen before I'm also what also kind of helped decide that is if I was playing hardcore this season I would not I would definitely would not play a wizard I am god-awful with the wizards um, I don't know, my survivability's never been that great with wizards. I don't know why. I'd say because they're so squishy, but I don't have the same problem with the um, with the witch doctor and say the demon hunter, them being squishy as well, or more squishy than you know the other classes. So the wizard, I, I don't know, maybe I just don't really understand the abilities as well, or maybe it's because I haven't finished a set. I don't know what it is, honestly, I'm just, which is weird to me because the wizard has teleport, which has to be one of the best escape moves there is, and I, every wizard I have now, I'm pretty sure I always run with teleport. I, I like the mobility it gives, especially with the wormhole rune, uh, which, if for those of you who don't know, the wormhole rune allows you to... Um, cast teleport a second time within the next few seconds of casting it the first time um, because it normally has a cooldown I don't remember how long the cooldown is but it, it pretty much allows you to use it twice as often let's just say that um, so I it has to be one of the best escapes because it's instantaneous. I mean, you literally just flash out especially if say you're caught in a waller or caught by a waller elite and you can just immediately teleport to the other side. There's nothing stopping you. It's it's really awesome. It's a really nice escape. It's it's very very useful. But still, even with that, I don't know why I just die. <laughs> I die a lot with the wizard. I've got no hope of ever playing one on hardcore. Maybe, like I said, maybe this season will change my mind. Uh, having a full set. Um, 
So I don't, I don't know that. And um, my friend Travelonius, one of his mains is wizard. He's got a whole, whole lot of playtime with the wizard. It's one of his favorite classes, and so he's he's gone through all the sets. He's he knows the wizard inside and out. He's taught me a lot about the wizard. Just talking back and forth between sets that he's discovered and all this, all this other stuff that he likes to do. Well, he told me that this season with uh, Hadric's Gift, you're getting the um, Firebird's Finery uh, for season nine. He told me that that is a really, a really solid. So this, this is a good time to start playing a wizard more seriously because the Firebird's Finery set is from what he says is a good starting one it's really strong and um, I think the two piece bonus gives you pretty much an extra life with a 60 second cooldown uh, I believe if I'm remembering this correctly you if you die it will a meteor will fall on your grave deal damage and revive you and that is on a 60 second cooldown so it's pretty much like a double death saver essentially since uh you know how all the classes have its um uh has the passives that allow you to you know cheat death essentially like uh the monk has near death experience uh i forgot the one or what the name of the wizards is uh something anomaly like unexpected anomaly or something like that uh so those will stack essentially too so if you did play on hardcore or if you just don't want to die in softcore you can combo them together and i know from watching my friend play that if you die while you have that passive and the six piece firebird's finery set on the firebird's finery procs first and then if you die again before that 60 seconds is up that's when your anomaly passive resurrects you as well so it gives you a double cheat death, which is insane. That is really cool. That might be something I have to take advantage of if I were to ever play a wizard in hardcore. Just because I I don't know. <laughs> I've got to find a way to survive as a wizard. I've, I've, I've got to. Maybe I'm just playing them wrong. I don't know. But I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm curious to see what the other... What everybody else has to... Uh, what everybody else is choosing this season uh, especially with anticipation for the necromancer to come out obviously I'm I'm stoked I cannot wait I don't know when it's being released I really hope it's soon but I I don't have my hopes up too high but um I am hoping I don't know one I'm hoping to not be disappointed by the necromancer I don't think I will be I'm pretty sure everything they've released about it has been awesome. Now, unfortunately, in anticipation for the Necromancer to come out, I'm almost... I don't want to say I'm not interested in any of the other classes, because, you know, I've been playing them for so long, and I love them to death. I mean, I love all the classes. But, like, this season was hard for me to pick a character that I wanted to play, or a class to play this season, because... All, all I want to do is play the Necromancer. All I'm looking forward to is that. Like, uh, I'm just... Okay, what what am I going to do to, you know, span the time from now until the Necromancer comes out? 
what, what am I going to use as a time killer, essentially? So, well, wizard, I guess, is the way to go for me, personally. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with a wizard. Okay, well, I guess we'll move on. I can't think of anything else to say with that. So, yeah, okay. Well, with that, I guess I will mention from here, uh, Lantonio's GoFundMe. So, as everybody knows, um, there was a tragedy with Lantonio. His apartment caught on fire, and he pretty much lost everything. Um, we're trying to help him raise money to help him get get everything back, uh, get what he needs, and just help him out in any way we can. And so he can, you know, this isn't what's important first, but, you know, we want to get him, you know, back talking on online. We want to get him back in, in Diablo and back on the podcast as soon as possible. But more importantly, we want to get him and his family back on their feet. We want to get them, you know, situated and make sure they have everything that, that they need. So if anybody wants to help in any way, uh, you can find his his GoFundMe at, obviously, GoFundMe.com. Uh, it's a fire tragedy fund. The link is posted up on the Shattered Soulstone website. Uh, it will continuously be there. You can also find it on my Twitter page and I believe Jen's Twitter page. I think maybe Medros as well. So, yeah, if anybody wants to check that out and help him in any way, uh, I'm sure he'd like to hear from you guys too. If you want to uh, shoot some tweets to him or email him, uh, you can find his email as well. I believe on the Shattered Soulstone website you can get it from one of us I'm sure too um, so if you just want to say hey send him some love let him know we're all still here and we're caring for him and uh, trying to help him out as best we can moving on I will also mention uh, audible you guys all know about audio by now I'm sure you can uh, join audio uh, <laughs> audible with our affiliate link uh, at HTTP colon slash slash bit.ly slash soulstone2016 for a free 30-day trial. Uh, you, have, you can get a 14.95 month offer after the trial period and receive one credit per month. One credit equals one audiobook. There are over 180,000 titles now, including our own host, Jen, you can hear her voice not only on this podcast and all of her other podcasts now, you can also go to Audible and get a book called The Devouring by uh, Richard Taylor. It is uh, It was written by a friend of hers, and she got to read the whole book, and now she's on Audible. Uh, it is super exciting. Um, I know she's stoked about it. She's very excited. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, I hear it's really good. I'm going to check it out as soon as I can, and I hope you guys are excited as I am. It's it sounds like a really cool book. Uh, it's from what I hear, it's got vampires in it, but it's not a whole vampire-based story. I I don't know too much about it, but you can definitely find it on Audible. Once again, it's called The Devouring by Richard Taylor. Her Jen's name is also by it, so you can definitely confirm which one or that you have the right one. 
Now, moving on to tweets. Alright, so, starting after December 9th, okay, we've got a tweet from at MJPen316 on December 15th, at Shattered Soulstone, at Richard Knack, four chapters into Legacy of Blood from Archives, and I am hooked. Uh, cannot wait to read all my Diablo books. That's awesome, MJ Penn. I've talked to you a couple times now on Twitter. Uh, it's <laughs> you seem like a really cool guy. I'm I'm stoked that you're reading the uh, the books. I'm kind of jealous, actually. I want to read them, but I'm lazy. <laughs> to be just to be blunt. I am lazy. I've never been a fan of reading. This audiobook thing now actually is new for me, and I, I am liking that. I like listening to books better than reading them, I guess. I, I don't know. Once again, I'm lazy. <laughs> Good for you. I really hope you enjoy all the books. Sounds like you are now, and good luck to your future bookly endeavors. <laughs> Moving on. At. Uh, how do I say this? Row Row W O W Row World of Warcraft. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> December twenty second. Uh, would love to see at Shattered Soulstone at KSB Podcast at the West March Workshop and at Diablo Two Net team up for a mega at Diablo twentieth anniversary podcast with a smiley face at the end. That would be awesome. I don't know if it'll happen or not. I think it'd be really cool. I have my fingers crossed. Maybe we can set something up. I don't know. I I will have to talk to the other hosts. <laughs> like I said, that'd be really cool. Maybe we can make it happen. Maybe we can't. So don't don't get your hopes up too uh, too much. Um, in response to that tweet, at uh, Dreadsythe replies to him, saying at Roa, I'm sorry, I'm having a really hor horrible time trying to pronounce this. I'm just going to call you Ro. At Ro, uh, at Shattered Soulstone, at KSB Podcast, at the West March Workshop, at Diablo 2 Net, at Diablo Cats, you're asking to herd cats, dot, dot, dot. In response to that, Ro replied uh, at Dreadsythe with a gif of cowboys herding cats. <laughs> I've not seen this GIF. It sounds awesome. I'm going to have to <laughs> have to look at it. Uh, if anybody else wants to look at it, you can find it on Twitter. And in response to that, Dread Scythe replied, uh, Never said you couldn't, just again, dot 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 dot, CATS! You have to have the cats. <laughs> uh, we are cat people, I believe. At least I am. I don't know about you guys. I hope you guys are. <laughs> anyway, uh, I can at this point I can mention the question of the show again. Um, I would love to hear from you guys, whether it be tweet or email. I'd love to have emails just because they're longer and we rarely get them now. They don't seem very common anymore. So please send some emails. Write us a story. Write us a book. It doesn't matter. We will read it on the show. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you will enjoy it too, as much as we will. But the question of the show being, what are your long-term big goals for Diablo? 
whether it be an achievement, whether it be uh, a personal achievement, like getting your softcore and or hardcore paragon to uh, to a new height. Uh, say you want to get a hundred billion gold collected, um, a million blood shards collected. You want to reach ten thousand monster kills, over a million elite kills. What what are your really high goals? Or even, they don't even have to be really high. Just something that you want to do for yourself, not just for the prestige for other people to see, but what is a goal in Diablo 3 for you? I want to hear this. I think there's going to be some really creative answers, and I'm excited to hear some feedback. So please, let me have it. <laughs> Shoot, hit me with it. All right, now... Patreon. Before we dive into our uh, Diablo news, we are running a Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. You can become a patron of the Shattered Soulstone by going to patreon.com forward slash soulstone and make a monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. Uh, thank you guys so much for everybody who has made a monthly pledge and is continuing to do so. We cannot thank you enough. It is awesome, awesome that you guys are doing this for us. And if anybody else wants to donate to the show, please do. It's more than you're more than welcome. And I will thank you ahead of time. It's it's a really cool thing for anybody to do. So now we do not have any emails, so I will not get into that, obviously. Now, Blue Notes. What we have for Blue Notes here. Season 8 ending soon. Yes, that was a week ago now, I believe. Now, we have, you know, details about that. Uh, season 8 ends on Friday, December 30th. Okay, yeah, that was uh, last, uh, last Friday, so last week. Okay, Season 9 begins today, Friday, January 6th. Uh, at 5 p.m. PST, 5 p.m. CET, and 5 p.m. KST. Okay, we all know that since, you know, you guys are all online right now playing, as I can see. Now, moving on, uh, the there was a forum post, the Facebook Q&A sucked. Uh, Nevalistus responded to this with a post on December 17th. I'm definitely reading everyone's feedback on the Q&A and taking it to heart. Smiley face. Uh, I know there are things we can do better, starting with making future sessions a little longer. Joe is very efficient in the way he answers questions, and I overestimated the time it would take. The content of our questions were sorted by both popularity and frequency, and we tried to get a variety of different community interests. There were actually a lot of questions from achievement hunters, for example, and we wanted to make sure as, as much of our community is represented as possible. That may mean you're not as interested in every question that's asked, but someone else in the community is. There were also questions that we cannot answer, either because we don't have an answer or because it's about something that's not ready. The Necromancer is a good example. We know a ton of you are super stoked to get your hands on the class and want to know more, but it is a work in progress and it isn't ready to share. 
will most certainly target future communications around those details. I'm also curious as to what people thought on face or of Facebook and interacting with the stream via that platform. I know it's not for everyone, and as we speak, I'm working on a YouTube upload, so these, so those without Facebook have another location they can watch it on. We have data collected, feedback to read, and planning to do for the planning to do for the new year. So I wouldn't expect another Q&A this month. Something, something, holidays, something, something, New Year. Uh, but <laughs> but this will not be the last. Even if the format might see a little tweaking, and we'll find a cadence that fits our development schedule. Okay, well that was really cool of him to react, and uh, it's really cool to hear from Nevelistus about you know everybody saying that the Q and A sucked. There seemed to be a big ordeal about that, which yeah I'm. Um, I didn't see it personally, but from what I hear, yes, it sucked. It, it sounds like it was rushed a little bit, but, you know, like Nevelistus said, the time was overestimated, and they just weren't able to do what they, what they wanted to do. So the next one should be better. Uh, at least they're listening to everybody's feedback. They're definitely um, listening to the crowd. So, let's see, moving on, uh, Diablo YouTube account now has a video of the Facebook Live Q&A on the community manager, Brandy Camel, and game designer, Joe Shelley, December 16th. So, okay, well, <laughs> they made a YouTube channel, and the Facebook Live Q&A is on there. So if anybody wants to see it, you can go to YouTube and find it. I'm sure you can find it very easily. The link will be posted on the Shattered Soulstone website if anybody wants to just click and get there easy. Okay, now also Nevelist just posted first look on season nine. It just shows, you know, the normal first look stuff. It shows the uh, Hadrig's Gift sets, which the Barbarian has the Might of the Earth, the Crusader has the Thorns of the Invoker, Demon Hunter with the Shadow Mantle, the Monk with the Monkey King's Garb, Witch Doctor, the Raiment of the Jade Harvester, and the Wizard with the Firebird's Finery. All solid builds. I've run most of those personally, and I... The, the, the sets this season are, are good. I, I really like the set the set choices. So that should be good. I'm hoping everybody enjoys the set sets as well. If not, well, you're just going to have to do some more grinding. Also, I noticed when looking at the first look, the banner and the pet this season are really cool. They are really, really awesome looking. The pet looks like a old Mayan or Aztec kind of dog thing. I don't even know. Um, that's probably a horrible description of it, but it looks really cool. I encourage you to look at the uh, to look at the first. Well, by this time this is released, you don't have to look at the first uh, uh, look anymore. You will see it in game. Some of you will probably already have it. Honestly, I think it's really cool. I can't wait to get mine. It's awesome. So get those and. 
maybe come up with a name for him or something. I don't know. <laughs> but next we've got Blizzard celebrates 20 years of Diablo. And now I understand <laughs> they posted on Battle.net a, you know, short uh, page discussing what they have for the, for the celebration, which you can find that link also on the Shattered Soulstone website. Uh, from what I've seen so far, I just logged into Diablo myself, and the first message that popped up was to celebrate the 20th anniversary with us with the classic Diablo was released. So now we can, in Diablo 3, we can jump into the Diablo 1 world and fight just like we did back then. Uh, they made mention of looking out for old items. They made mention of looking out for uh, uh, more classic bosses, which I've seen the fight with the Butcher, and it is... Oh, man, it's so different. It's completely different than the normal Diablo 3 fight, and it's... It, it's... It's just as terrifying as fighting the Butcher in Diablo 1 for the first time, honestly. His movement speed seems to be increased, his attacks are slightly different, it's, it's crazy cool. I can't wait to get in it. I just found this out before the show, actually, and I am super stoked. I knew they were coming out with this, but I just I didn't know how, how excited I was until it came out. <laughs> it's really cool. I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I will. Also, for the celebration of the 20th years, or 20 years, um, starting soon, you can experience special in-game events and goodies in Diablo 3, Heroes of the Storm, Hearthstone, Overwatch, StarCraft 2, and World of Warcraft to celebrate a few of the things we love about Diablo. These events and items will only be available for a limited time, so be sure to check them all out before they're gone. In Diablo 3, the Darkening of Tristram tribute event. Venture through a reimagined version of the original cathedral in Diablo 3, and keep an eye out for some familiar items. Alright. <laughs> so stoked! Excitement! Alright, moving on. Heroes of the Storm will get the Battle for the High Heavens continues, and a new Diablo 3 portrait is up for grabs. Can you emerge victorious in this new hectic brawl map? We will have to find out. Will you emerge victorious, or will you not? The challenge has been dealt. Alright, and in Hearthstone... In this tavern brawl, a hooded stranger awaits, uh, holding a grim deck in his hands. Will you unravel the secrets surrounding this dark wanderer? Ooh, ominous. I wonder how difficult he will be to defeat. Alright, in Overwatch. In-game sprays representing your favorite Diablo 3 classes, along with a new play icon modeled after the Lord of Terror himself. Ooh, I'm, I really like Overwatch, I'm glad what they did with it, and that, that really excites me too. I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe earn some 
new sprays and get some new stuff. This is that's really exciting too. All of this is exciting. Now in StarCraft 2, uh, put the Lord of Terror to work for you with a Diablo themed worker portrait. That's pretty neat. Very cool, very cool. World of Warcraft. Strange things are afoot in the world of Azeroth as denizens of Sanctuary cross over into an unfamiliar world. I honestly have no idea what it's talking about. I'm assuming there's some world that's related to Diablo that you go in. Honestly, I've, I've World of Warcraft is the only Blizzard game that I have not played. So I, I know, boo, frown on me, I know. But maybe I'll play it at some point. But until that time comes, I, I honestly have no idea what it's talking about. But I'm sure it's really cool. All World of Warcraft players have fun with that. I'm sure it's a blast. Alright, now we also have a forum post. Um, why we need to stop complaining about Diablo 3. Written by Saru... Saru... Uh, December 20... December... December 22nd... <laughs> oh god, I can't talk. There is a link to that if you want to read more about that on uh, the Shattered Soulstone website. Well, I'd assume it is reasons why <laughs> I, we can stop complaining about Diablo 3. I have not looked at that yet. Uh, I will probably look at it before the end of the show. But uh, And Know Your Lore, The Loose Ends of the Diablo Story by Matt Rossi on Blizzard Watch, December 9th. That's, you can, that's also a link that's posted on the website, uh, on the Shattered Soulstone website. That's really cool, actually. Uh, maybe it'll. Maybe it's like Jen's lore corner. Um, I don't know how to. Well, I'll have to look at that at some other time. I, I, I'm not gonna figure that out right now while I'm recording. So, <laughs> yeah, if you want to learn more about those two, that'd be cool. Like I said, the links are on the Shattered Soulstone website. And yeah, okay. Now. I believe that's that's pretty much it. I know this is kind of a shorter show. Uh, I guess I can say, um, you know, I kind of discussed already what other media I've been doing at the beginning of the con uh, podcast. And like I said, I played some ReCore. Me and my roommate are getting heavily into Diablo. There's another game that I got into that's... Uh, I don't know. Some people would maybe look down on me for playing the game, I don't know. Uh, but there ain't no shame in my game. Uh, I play Maple Story every once in a while. It's a Nexon game, uh, side-scroller, it's insanely time-consuming. <laughs> it's just the abilities in all the classes are really cool, it, it's, it's really fun to level them up just to see what they can do. There's so many classes, I don't even know all the classes, honestly. I've, there's so many different ways you can create them, and all. it's it's very unique and interesting. Uh, Nexon has a bad habit, though, of making it ridiculous to gear up and get strong in the game. Yeah, you can level up and get your skills and all these really cool abilities and everything, but... If your gear isn't good, neither will you. <laughs> neither are you. Like, it's so heavily gear-based, and 
yes, you can pay to play, but also you can earn everything you can normally buy. You can earn in the game as well, but it's insanely time-consuming, and it's, it's it's horrible, honestly. I don't know why I play the game. But, I don't know, it was a good distraction. And they've it's one of those games that they have events constantly, so they had like a Christmas event, a New Year's event, and they have some pretty cool stuff. So, that was pretty neat. Uh, experiencing that again, I hadn't played it in a very long time, and it was it was cool being able to check that out. Outside of that, I've seen a couple new. I watched some anime. I just watched uh, Seven Deadly Sins, and it is ridiculously amazing. They did a really really good job making Seven Deadly Sins. I hear a second season is coming out sometime soon. I don't know, but first season is just, it almost can't get any better. I mean, it's its almost flawless. It's really, really, really good. I highly recommend it to anybody who likes anime. Also, ooh, ooh, here's something. Star Wars Rogue One just came out in December, a few weeks ago. I went and saw it, and I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say any spoilers. I will say this, however they did not disappoint it is such such a good movie it takes place between episode 3 and episode 4 and it's it's just it's really really good highly highly recommend seeing it if you're into star wars i just can't say enough about it it is really good they 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 really outdid themselves uh, with it and unfortunately I've got to wait a whole nother year for, <laughs> to see uh, episode what eight I think episode eight yeah and oh it's gonna be awesome I can't wait for it already I'm stoked unfortunately I did hear the news that the actress that plays Princess Leia she passed away a couple weeks ago, or last week, or sometime really recently, I think last weekend actually, and unfortunately, like I said, she passed away, and I don't know how that's going to affect the movies, I'm sure they had some stuff recorded with her in it already, I don't know how far, so I hope that didn't ruin anything with their plans, I'm sure it did, unfortunately, but... We'll see how that plays out. I think they'll think of something. So it's it's sorry to hear that, but what can you do? Everybody lives, everybody dies. It happens. Well, I guess I will close the show out with that. I can't think of anything else to talk about. Yeah, I hope everybody completes their goals in for this season. Uh, good luck. The race has begun today, uh, a couple hours ago. <laughs> I'm running late, and you guys shouldn't be. No excuse. No excuse. So hopefully I see you guys in game. I want to be in this race with you. Uh, I gave you a head start. Get to 70 as fast as you can. Grind out your gear. Get what you want, and have fun. This is going to be an awesome season, and everybody should be looking forward to it. So, hope to see all of you in-game, and good night.
Thanks for listening to this podcast from Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2017. Find us online at thedawnforge.com.